you're about to experience the Football Fun Factory podcast, sponsored by Drainage to You. Welcome to the Football Fun Factory podcast. Joined on the Football Fun Factory podcast this week by Johnny Martin. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, Jack. All well, thanks. We're, we're going to talk today on development versus winning. So, um, at what age does winning come into play? What is winning? And and how does it come into play within youth football? So f- for me, I think there's it's a really fine line and you have to get it right. And as children get older and older, you have to think about at what point do you have to introduce scores and results and leagues and fixtures and all those kind of things. And is there then a balance between between development and, and winning football matches? Because ultimately, when children play for a first team or they play senior football, that's what it's all about. That is the game. It is about winning games. Yep, definitely. I think um, I think people probably heard me say this before, but I like to think of winning, for me, as like children having fun, children playing with a smile on their face, children having started at six years old, still playing when they're 16, when they're, when they're in men's football. But actually, the... If we sort of come away from that a little bit, James, and we talk about actually winning and losing, um, what would you, if you had to say an age, what would you say that you should introduce winning? So introduce competition effectively. Competition, yeah. Like, like recording results and not being a friendly. Uh, Throw you on the spot, mate. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is put me on the spot. Um, I think probably like nine, ten years old. Because ultimately, I think at five and six, like, you know, I've done, I've delivered a, a, a football fun camp today. And we did a game where it's one of our favourite games, competition time. And you have a blue team versus a yellow team. And it's divided down the middle. And you just, uh, you do a little session and you basically say, right, whichever team can dribble around the quickest, get the most touches in the next 30 seconds, are going to get a point. And you always go... Blue team, yellow team, blue team, yellow team, blue team, yellow team. And it ends up 3-3 three, three as a draw. Everyone's a winner. And that's great. But at the same time, you need to learn to win and lose. But then there was a five-year-old who was absolutely devastated every single time that the other team got the point. Um, and uh, you have to balance that between, ah, oh, make it, you know, so every, everyone wins or it's a draw, it ends up a draw. And learning that actually in life, you win some, you lose some. So what do you think? Yeah, I think you're spot on, mate. I think there's, there's an argument to have it even at under five and under six. Yeah, yeah. Because it, if you did have winning and winners, you, you do then have the opportunity to obviously then coach and teach and educate children on how to be humble in victory and how to come back from setbacks and how to develop resilience and those, those types of characteristics. So I, for me, I personally think there needs to be variety. I think if it was winning and losing every week, you then can potentially um, create create a too competitive. It'd be too competitive, and that that then becomes all that matters. If you introduce it too late, then people aren't competitive enough. And when you're then trying to produce players, and and maybe they're they're not well versed in how to deal with loss and how to deal with victory. So I think there's there's an argument for me to to introduce it really early stages, but it not be a, a constant. I think if you had it, some weeks you were playing to win and lose, other weeks you were just playing a friendly. But let's face it, James, there's not very many children, if any, that play and don't want to win. I think yeah, that's cool. natural, a natural uh, 
desire and and attitude that everyone has that they end up they they go out to try and win so i don't think we should necessarily shy away from that but i think it's important to educate about winning but it should never be winning at all cost yeah i agree and and also that you know we obviously promote fun and enjoyment and there's an awful lot of fun and enjoyment in winning in football so i think that's really important that we that we that we don't shy away from that um so I think with, with winning and losing, ultimately, that's life. You know, you win and you lose in life. So people need to, children need to learn um, from that. And, uh, you know, as they go into school and they, they, they do tests and, you know, they need to learn that some people will get a better score than you. And sometimes you'll, um, you know, you're going, you're going in to do your maths test and, somebody else will get the right answer and you'll get the wrong answer. And, and that's just life. It, it has to become a fact of life. And as you go into the working world, there'll be, there'll be wins and there'll, there'll be losses. And, and that's something that you need to, to be well-versed in. And you can learn that through sport. I think one of the most important things is that making sure we grab hold of any learning and development opportunities. So when you win, can you be humble? Can you shake hands at the end of the game? Can you make sure that you say well-played to the opposition? And can you make sure that you don't wildly celebrate in front of them so that then the opposition, you know, are sad effectively because they're, they're down and they're disappointed. And when you lose, um, you know, can you make sure that, you're, that you congratulate the opposition um, and that you say well done and that you, you're not too downbeat because there's more to, there's more to um, football and sport and participation is more to everything in life than just winning and losing and what the end result is. Yeah, I think it's really important for, for coaches, um, especially when you're on the side of the pitch, that you conduct yourself brilliantly and lead by example and set a really good example to children because I think if we talk about winning or losing and the other team score, if you congratulate them with a round of applause, if you applaud good play, I think that could set a really good example to the players on the pitch and exactly the same if your team then scores of course celebrate be happy of course that i'm not saying anyone you're not allowed to smile and, and celebrate a goal at your team school because you must percent should because that that moment and that is fantastic but it's then conducting yourself in a way that you you want other people to behave and you want other your players and the children on the pitch to behave as well yeah have you um have you got any sort of early childhood football memories of of being really disappointed to lose or being so elated that you'd won something? Yeah, so I was quite quite fortunate as a child. I, I was often on the winning team, um, and that probably had a little bit of a detrimental effect as I, as I got older because then when I started to lose or when I had setbacks and when I was released from an academy, I probably wasn't as as well train to deal with that setback potentially um i think some children when you're exposed to losing quite a lot there are loads of benefits to that and you can then help develop resilience and teach resilience um, but as a child i was quite fortunate that i often was on the winning team um, but i do think that that probably well that definitely had a huge impact on me as a player so that comes back to that variety you have to make sure that your team as a coach, you have to try and make sure that your team has loads of opportunities where they win, but loads of experience when they lose. And I think that's when you can then develop an all-round player, an all-round person. Um, so my, my top coaches 
is listening is if your team is the best in the league, brilliant. But you need to make sure that you, you go and play an age up and you go and play two ages up and you go and play an academy side and, and you play with maybe one less person than the other team. Give your children those experiences where they can experience both winning and losing. Um, what, about, what about yourself, mate? Any early experiences? Um, well, my school football team were absolutely atrocious. <laughs> and I remember that um, I think it was like, typically it was like you had to be in at least year five. So it was like year five and six that formed the school team. But I think in year three, I was in the school football team um, because, because they were so bad. And, <laughs> and even then, I think I was one of the better players. Um, so I remember we just lost all the time. But I do remember then when we finally won the game and it felt incredible because it was like, we always lose, we always lose. You sort of get used to losing. You turn up sort of expecting to lose. And then when you finally win, it's just like, wow, that, this feels incredible. So it was quite, that was quite an um, experience to sort of draw on, really. Um, but then, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's key, like you said, for coaches to put the children in environments where they're going to flourish and they're going to get loads of touches and they're going to have loads of possession of the ball and going to have loads of opportunities. But experience what it's like when it's tough and you're up against an opposition that are better than you and you you know a team that beats you five nil that's that's good for everyone and I think even if you're a team that has won the league and you know I hear all these things about oh we won the league and we got 100 goals and all these kind of mm-hmm. things and top scorer had 50 goals and all those things it's sort of yeah great but maybe you developed a little bit better if you'd have played a few fixtures where actually you'd have lost a few games 